Good evening, one and all. Welcome to Anything Bar One Podcast. My name is Alex. I'm also called Twelfthman. I'm also called Trumpkin. Don't call me that ever again. Um, it's I'm uh, mm. just don't because you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Uh, I just get all sulky and cross and sit in the corner and mope. Um, welcome to Anything Bar One Podcast, episode eighty-two. Um, of course, we're not. We don't just do mathematics. We do history. Eighty-two, of course. Um, AD. It's the year where Gnaeus Julius Agricola raised a fleet and encircled the Celtic tribes beyond the fourth. You know the ones where the Caledonians rose in great numbers against the Romans? You know, you, you, come on, you know it. They attacked the camp of Legio the Ninth. Come on. But no, all right, fine, whatever. Anyway, I'm here as always. So uh, who else is here? Yeah, uh, Matt Nightwing here as always. And Nazgop. Hello, Nazgop. Hello, Nightwing. All right. So um, it's been a few weeks since we had our last episode. Um, for the for the future, for the those in the future times listening back to us, we are still in lockdown, but it's only just in lockdown. Um, we're slowly coming out of it, but but the world is still ravaged by Papa Nurgle, so you know we're all still at home, which means tournaments haven't really been a thing, leagues haven't really been a thing, <laughs> tabletop playing with, with friends hasn't really been a thing, but I've you know we're still soldiering on. I've seen one or two people doing tabletop now because in the garden you can get away with it. Yes, that's true. This yeah, is true. I but mean, it does it require you to have local players? Yes, I, th- I think I think it's fair to say most of us are currently playing and losing the board game pandemic at the moment. So, <laughs> <laughs> the irony, of course, is um, Anna and I bought the legacy version of Pandemic uh, as the p- pandemic started, and I tell you what, it was really, really good. Oh, uh, Pandemic's a good game. Yeah. Yeah, and you look at the legacy version, which is the one where you make where the game changes. You have all these different kind of months, and as months progress in the game, you come back the next time you play it, and things have changed, and you have this overarching objective, and you destroy cards. It's like a permanent thing. Um, although you think, well, you you can't play it ever again, and it's like sixty five quid or whatever. You think, fucking hell, it's a lot of cash money. But I tell you what, it was one of the most interesting and exciting board game experiences I've ever had, because it, it stretched over several months, and it was fucking brilliant. Adds a lot the legacy versions, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. We've, we've, we've got the second season. To try it; it's very good. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. So, I also think that how many games, Blood Bowl accepted, have you played more than a dozen times? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that's um, a lot of times to play one game, isn't it? It mm, depends. I mean, does Munchkin count? Because I've played yeah. Munchkin a lot, but, but okay, various variants. Got, so I've got upwards of fifty board games, and most of them I haven't played more than half a dozen times. Do you, I can ask you the even sadder question if you want, Naz? You probably know what it's sure. going to be. How many of those board games do you own that you have never played? Uh, I think nil. Really? Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't do. buy things unless I know I'm going to play with them. Look at this guy, Matt. What do you think he is? Only buying no, games I he's going to play. It might not be now. I think it is because I, because when, when, no, it is <clears throat> because when I moved house, I cleared off all of the board games that I hadn't played. Oh wow! Okay. So I got rid of all of them. So you had a proper clear out then. Yeah, made a little bit of a profit as well. That's not bad. Yeah, um, yeah. I've I've been. Uh, not winning my board game selection, but I've been going through going, mm, I need to play this at some point. <laughs> mm. 
turns out that uh, yeah, being uh, on the internet and in lockdowns meant I've actually accrued quite a lot of board games uh, in, during lockdown, which I have not played. So. Whereas I've bought none. Even moving house is yeah acceptable. So. That's that's the issue. Yes, which seems reasonable. So, uh, have we lost Alex. I think we have. I've no idea. I think we just soldier on without him. Do we need him? We don't need him. Fuck him. Screw that guy. If he comes back, he comes back. So, so uh, Naz, what do you want to talk about? Well, I think that you should talk about the shiny new box that arrived in your hands, what, a couple of days ago? Uh, yesterday, in fact. Uh, no. Yeah, yesterday? No, Friday, I think it was. Recently. Very recently. <laughs> it arrived very recently, yeah. Uh, Warhammer Quest, The Cursed City. Oh, it, there's some very, very pretty looking models there. Very pretty models. And fuck loads of them as well. So, I'm look. I'm looking forward to sticking it together. Hello. But Sorry, I disappeared for a minute. Hello, then. Alex, you're back. Oh, God. You're back. This is going to be fun. I'm hoping it's all... Uh, is it still recording? Yeah, it's still recording. Oh, this will be fine. I'll figure it all out. I'll plug it all in together. Do carry on, please, gentlemen. It'll be fine. Yeah, we were just talking about Curse City. It just there's so much good in that. It looks very, very fancy. This is the Warhammer Quest. Yeah, isn't Warhammer it, Quest. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's like Blackstone Fortress. So again, which is also Warhammer Quest, which wasn't Warhammer Quest, and um, and also had many, many very pretty models. In. Mm. <laughs> I do like pretty models, which is, is interesting. That, I mean, that as a sentence in various contexts can mean different things. <laughs> <laughs> it, it certainly can. I mean. I will admit my Blackstone Fortress remains boxed upstairs uh, and I have done very little with it. Um, Cursed City may temporarily go the same way until I actually clear some space and have people to play it with to encourage me to actually sort it out. Mm. But yeah, it's it looks pretty goddamn great, I've got to say. Yeah, it really does. See, I've totally missed this. Like I said, I've been out of the, out of the zone for a while, so... Uh... I didn't even see it happen. Oh, go- go- Google it. Have a have a look at the uh, it, like the, the warrior models alone. Look, it just very it just very nice. Looks yeah. What's it called? Phenomenal. Remind me the name. Warhammer Quest Cursed City. Warhammer Quest Cursed City. Here we go. Here we go. One hundred sixty pound. How have you missed this? How have you missed this? It is glorious. Um. Yeah, it's you get a lot in there. Ooh, like a lot. Holy moly. That is a lot. It's just one of the nicest things. That's a lot of gubbins. Yeah, it's... Yeah, and I I really like... I, I like all the warrior models. I especially like the dwarf. The dwarf looks great. I think all of the heroes are fantastic. I This is the skeletons that I want. Oh, I, I like... I, the witch hunter looks great as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, all, yeah, basically, all the models in it look pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, they do. Oh, very cool. It's just wonderful. My only question is: it looks so if good. I am an ogre, will I still get to make lots of noise and attract lots of monsters? Well, <laughs> the way I see it is: worst case scenario is I get a fuckload of pretty models, fuckload of um, like board tiles uh, that I can use for classic Warhammer Quest, and just stick with the old ones. Yeah, that's true. And um, oh god, they're so nice, aren't they? Oh, these models are lush. Yeah, I'm. I'm very, very jealous. I really, really wanted, yeah. but I cannot justify the expenditure. Hmm. 
yeah, it's I I I decided it was going to be a, uh, a a birthday present for me to me. So. Happy birthday! I think that's a very good birthday to present. Me. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about um. So a lot of a lot of the old Warhammer skeletons these days. I was trying to get some skeletons not that long ago, and they've all got armor and stuff in it. I miss the butt naked skeletons, which are just a skeleton with a stick, and that's mm. it. These are all like fancy, interesting looking yeah. ones. You know what I mean? Yeah, they are. Um... I don't think there's a lot of call for the kind of just just a skeleton anymore. It's a skeleton that's wearing rags or wearing remains of armor or whatever. So. I guess it's been done to death, isn't it? If you want to buy a skeleton, you can buy them from many many places. You know, yeah. That's... Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is probably it. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So when's that coming up? It's so, out. Well, oh, Matt has it in his shiny shiny hand. Oh yeah, I, I have it. In my grubby little mitts. Yeah. <laughs> Shiny hands, grubby mitts. It's all one of the same, isn't it? <laughs> same thing, yeah. Same diff. Well, I've not been doing Blood Bowl. I've still been doing writing, though. Um, I want to tell you about this thing I've been writing because I want to, like, now this is, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the, here's the setting, right? I saw a little place that was saying, oh, we're accepting calls for short stories in the cyberpunk category. And I thought, hmm, cyberpunk. I've never written anything Ooh, cyberpunk. I like cyberpunk, yeah. And I thought, what do I know about cyberpunk? I don't see. So it's all steam-powered. It's Victorian. What can make it more interesting? And I thought, well, hold on a minute. It's Victorian, yeah, but what about if you went slightly further back and did a slightly different period of history? So what I have written so far, right? Cyberpunk Napoleon. Huh? Huh? <laughs> okay, Basically, yeah, it's yeah. going to be an alternate past, right, where Napoleon discovers steam power, right? Basically, a lot sooner than actually happened. So we're talking advanced steam power. And then maybe some sort of slightly bullshit hand-wavy science where it happens a bit more advanced than it ever did. And then using this new steam power effectively just takes over the whole of Europe. And then it's going to be about people trying to get um, get free from the tyranny of, of the Frenchmen. So yeah, Napoleonic steampunk. I don't think it's a thing yet. And it totally could be. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can see it, yeah. 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 Makes sense to me. Yeah. So anyway, I also write a children's book called Pat the Cow. I think I've gone a bit crazy, to be honest. It's been. A- <laughs> I, uh, Alex, uh, gone. Right, right, I will say, writing, even if it's just writing for you, is a damn good idea to get shit out of your head. Yeah, I think so yeah, too. So just, just get get stuff out there, chuck it down, chuck in a word. Doesn't matter if it's just for you. Doesn't matter if no one else can read it. It's it's fine. Yeah. You know. So. I think so too. Good idea. Cool. So, Blood Bowl then. We are, after all, a Blood Bowl podcast. We should probably talk about some Blood Bowl. Let's Blood wow. Bowl us up some shit. So, what's been going on? So many pre-orders. Pre-orders. So well, many pre-orders. Pre- pre-order, pre-orders yesterday. Well, yesterday as we speak, probably like a week ago when this episode comes out, I guess. <laughs> How dare you, sir? Um, I always let my episodes, mm-hmm. I put them on the air milliseconds after we finish recording. Sometimes. Usually. I mean, from, from from the editing, that seems legit, to be fair. So. <laughs> oh, all this abuse. I can't handle it. Um, no, I can handle it. So, for, for, I was going to say, for me, for me, who has never done never done any of the editing, you, are, because you volunteering it's volunteering too? I mean, you, and... if you want to, you can use Audacity. You know, fill, no, fill your boots, mate. I'm a, I'm, I'm a big picture kind of guy, <laughs> and you're the... Uh, <laughs> You are the audio expert with the relevant degree and stuff. <laughs> oh, so. so massaging my ego there. No, I have to do it. Okay, fine. So, what can we? Well, yeah. What much, can yeah. we pre-order? What's get? What's going on? What's happening? So, um, 
so probably the biggest uh, biggest one first is Death Zone, ah, uh, which obviously is m- much like the previous expansion of Death Zone. Will have lots of additional rules in it, um, including sevens, uh, and I believe we've seen the contents page, haven't we? We have. Yes. Did you send it to me? We, we have got it in front the, of us. Let's have a look here. The the yes, content yeah, page is around, yeah. most exciting, and it gives a lot I of mean, a lot of hints. Yeah. Well, so, so I'm, I actually want to. I, I feel we need to indulge in some wild speculation. Oh, go on in. I always indulge in wild speculation. Yeah. Space Marine teams, so, right? Some of these things. <laughs> oh, you yeah. want it based on yeah. facts? So there, okay. there are no new teams. There are no new teams. Boom. There are not. No. So first off, we have 10 pages of The World of Blood Bowl. That is fantastic. We get 10 pages of fluff. Load of fluff. Love it. Yeah. And I'd just like, like to stress the fact that we have more of Emma Svensson's glorious artwork, and that makes me very happy. Yes, yeah. Um, just oh, her stuff is fantastic. She is brilliant. Cool. Um, we have... Okay, so we have... So a lot of stuff says new... It's not it's, new. We know it's not I, I, new. I was going to say, it's more collecting from the Spike magazines in one place, really. Yeah, and updating, we assume. So, Carrie Coldsteel was... So, uh, we have infinite, infamous coaching staff. So, we have Carrie Coldsteel, who was the cheerleader, I think? The Norse. Uh, I believe the so, yeah. yeah. Papa Skullbones was the Nurgle doctor person. The one who, yeah. who give people mutations. Oh before. god, yeah, you have to roll on a D eight table, and then uh, you can't right, yeah, use the same yeah. one twice. Oh, no, and, uh, mm. So, I think Galandril Silverwater was the cheerleader. Uh, I can't. Carry Cold Steel was. But anyway, yeah, they both were cheerleaders. Carry Cold Steel was the one where you were, you got D three yeah. cheerleaders, and if you were less than eleven players, you could set her up as a as a. She basically was a halfling, I think. And the elf one That's was right, whatever yeah. you score. I think on a six, you get a team reroll or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, and we have Think to Fixer coming back as well. I then, love Think to Fixer. I love yeah. Think to Fixer. He's great. But then I think we have some new ones because I don't remember Crot Shockwister Whisker. Mm. Sounds like a Skaven. Sounds like a Skaven. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. It's probably going to be oh. a um, what do you call it, Jezail or a um, Clan Skyer that, or something. That's exactly what I'm thinking. If he's if his name is Shock Whisker, he's got to have a lightning gun. Yeah, but here's the question, right? Did his parents call him Shock Whisker? Oh. Was he born that way and became it, or did he choose the name after? Did he really want to be Clan Eshin? Did he want to be a gutter runner? And his parents called him Shock Whisker, and they said, no, you're going to stick with a family clan like your dad before you and your dad before him. I mean, I would say, statistically, if your name is Cooper, you're more likely to have come from a line of people making barrels. So... But then, would that make it, you MF want to? Yeah, would that yourself. make you want to make barrels, or not? I, I, I don't know. But I'm, sh- I'm hoping for. Do you know, I do know the answer to this question. I know it's completely off topic. But if your surname, uh, you are more likely to do your surname than you are not to do your surname. As in, rather, take ten people. If two of them are called butcher, those two are more likely to be butchers than those who are not called butcher. I, I, sorry, I just, I just need to interrupt because I think crops. Uh, Shock Whisker has come up before. Oh, has he? Uh, a quick, a quick Google informs me that he was in Death Zone season two. Was he? I've got that behind me. Hold on. Oh, is he the one who was he Clan Mulder? Uh, it's a yeah. It uh, basically he's sort of an apothecary. Um, I have, I have it literally in my hands here. Let's see. 
It's Crocs Bockle. What's his, what's his face? I've got Carrie Colsey, I've got Fink to Fix, I've got Horatio Schocktenheim, Papa Skullbones, Galandria Silverwater. Yep, here we go. Croc Shock Whisker. So, yeah. Scunderworld? Skaven and Underworld. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. At the start of any drive, immediately before his team sets up, Crot can experiment on a player who's been removed from the field as a casualty in an attempt to get them back out there. Pick a player in the dead and injured box of the team's dugout, not a star player and not a dead player, um, and roll a D6 on a table, um, and then basically to see what happens. And so on a one, they get another casualty. <laughs> there were complications. Um, on a six, they come back to life. Uh, and then, yeah, on other things, things happen. Yeah, you basically write. It's like yeah. an it's like an extra apothecary. Yeah, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't. To be honest, if they're already in there, I wouldn't expect any fundamental changes. Yeah, same. Yeah, I I, I would expect them to be identical or very close to possibly slightly tweaked but yeah but I, I think you might haven't said that there are a couple in there which i don't think have come up mungo spine so we, we, he's new yes um oh. we can speculate what we like but we have literally just a name so could go be on let's, speculate. let's go crazy so aileen andar that is that's, that's an elf that sounds could be an elf doesn't it could be an elf sounds, sounds elfish yeah and I think we're agreed that Sheelan Charlatan has to be Empire. Oh, 100%, yeah. Mm, that's yeah, a Germanic name. That's got to be Empire. Mungo Spinecracker. That's got to be, I reckon that's going to be an ogre. Possibly an orc. I think you could be right there. I could see that being... I, I, I'm going to go ogre. I think ogre would be quite fun, to be honest. I yeah. like the fact that there is yeah. Professor what? Frankelheim. I just like saying that. <laughs> Frankelheim? I, I should say how I the, want. The, 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 yeah. I assume, I assume we understand the reference to Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Of course, yes. Oh, uh, no. Young, I, young, young Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Frank, Frankenstein. Oh, I think I'm too young for this. Oh, f- <laughs> fuck off. Watch Young Frankenstein right now. All right, see you later. I'll be back in, oh. what, two hours? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those brilliantly quotable films. Oh, yes. You, yes. Well, feel free to quote it. I'll, I'll pretend I get it. I love the bit with the with the with the bats. Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, werewolf? No, werewolf. Oh, it's good. So, I mean, we could we could um, speculate as to what the uh, uh, inducements do, but I mean, to be honest, I think that the thing is, yeah, it's, they're they're almost certainly on the base of the others. It will be roll a dice, and basically they'll either be an apothecary ish a cheerleader type thing ish or something random well i think one of the more interesting things is judging by the name i reckon you've got at least one of those for each special rule so badlands brawl um elven super league you know that, that i would assume, i would assume Probably. so yeah i would assume so and, and i think that carries through onto the onto the wizards as well so you've got the normal wizard but then you've also got the druchi the azia high mage so both yeah. of those will be playing for the elf but then you've got the slan Nurgle. Necrothurge, I think, was undead. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Wicked Witch, I remember. Warlock is obviously Skaven. Ogre, we know. Night Goblin Shaman. Actually, Night Goblin Shaman is the only one that's been leaked from memory. I think so, yeah. Uh, and, and then, then of course, the... Our, our favourite ratio, <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's... I mean, um, I, I have a horrible feeling. I don't miss it sound pessimistic. I'm sure it's all lots of fun, but it's probably going to be a case of by a wizard who is shitter than the normal wizard or just buy a wizard. Because I haven't yet to, see, yet to see a wizard who I've gone, this wizard is better than the normal wizard. 
So, <laughs> yeah, all right. Probably. So here, probably, here's an answer. Yeah, probably. Here's an answer. For 150,000 gold pieces, you can have a Night Goblin Shaman. Mm -hmm. You can use the Foot of Gork or Mork. It's clearly Foot of Gork. It's yes. always been Foot of or Gork. Mork. And it's Fist always of Mork. The, it's always, yeah. And the Hand of Gork as well. Unacceptable. Uh, to, uh, and, and this is interesting, to punt or stomp an opposing player. Now, that's quite interesting. That yes. sounds like fun. Um, or alternatively, you can stupefy the most significant threat before a big game with some toxic mushrooms. Isn't it always on a three plus? Uh, on a roll of. No, this is actually on a roll of two plus. Okay. They're engulfed by magcap mushroom spores. Until the end of the drive, they gain loner, five plus, and really stupid. Yes, yeah. Or you Which lightning is... bolt them and you kill them. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's your secondary spell, and you also have the foot of gork. And I'm going to assume the foot of gork is cool. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's always been. I love the fact it's so... called a horticulturist of Nurgle. <laughs> so yeah, the camera like that, deserves yeah. a there's a small bonus. That's brilliant. I like that a lot. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> I've got to say the, the the foot of gork is it's one of those things like it's been through Warhammer for years. You had like the crunch in 40k with the actual template it's and everything. Flat. And yep, it's yeah. It's great. Somebody so, in the eighties just went, uh, I don't know, a foot of gork, and then it's just stuck around. I think in big, every big ectoplasmic <laughs> ectoplasmic foot drops down and stomps on something. Yep. Yeah. Well, they had it in. Um, I'm sure there was something similar to it in D and D. Bugs Bugsby's magic fist or something, and the idea is just, it was just a big magical fist that appears and just goes and squashes something. And what came first? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Excellent stuff. So I mean, it's it's interesting. I don't mean to. I don't. I don't wish to sound pessimistic, but um, it, it's the argument we've had before, isn't it? It's a case of: do you want the game to be silly nonsense fun, or do you want the game to be um, well oiled and um, competitive? If you want it to be silly nonsense fun, yeah, yeah, no yeah. problem. You can have a slam mage priest or a warlock engineer or whatever bullshit. If you're trying to make the game neater and tighter, and you're not having to look up tables or whatever, then you know you can just ignore them. I think I think it's fair to say that it's one where, from a tournament scene point of view, a lot of these are just going to be ignored anyway. From a yeah, really from a league point of view, some of them might be included, but again, a lot of league commissioners might go, uh, "That's a lot of complication." Yes, having Let's run not... only one season, where I do you remember it was in the Bubba League, and I went, "Yeah, go nuts, take yeah, whatever you want," yeah. and it was just crazy. And certain teams, Naz, not naming any names, Naz. Where yeah, it would yeah. just completely steamroll it, and it's just it was just more admin, you know. Oh, I've got this sponsorship. Oh, and I've got this stadium. Which ball are we using? Which crowd are we using? Which type of stadium are we using? Oh god! But if you can, yeah, if you can be bothered, nonsense. then you know why. It was brilliant, but it was nonsense. It's a shame when you're running through yeah, a game sorry. and you get to a turn and you have to go. Hold on a minute. I've just done something illegal because I've just remembered the weather is tentacles in the sky or something like that, and you have to go. All right. Oh yeah. So <laughs> what? Do we carry on? Do we go back? It's. it's I I like it simple and neat. Call me crazy. Yeah, and, I, and like I say, I think from a from a competitive standpoint, a lot of it will be ignored. But on the other hand, a bit of fun in it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so we've got the biased referees back, which we know about. <laughs> well, um, the ones that make it worse to foul. <laughs> so oh, let's yeah. add referees I mean, and make the game less fun. No, I, I, I'm so pessimistic today. It was a case of it was like adding a bias referee no, made I... it much more difficult to do any fouling of any description. Exactly, which is just massively, massively disappointing. What it should be? Yeah, I'm not. Right. I'm not. I'm, I'm 
I don't think I don't... they've ever had any decent referee rules and they don't need them. No. But if you want to do no. it funny, here's how you should do it, right? Have a referee. I'm going to spitballing here. This is the, the Anything But One Rules Committee um, uh, committee workshop. How about this, right? If you do a foul, instead of getting sent off as normal, right, effectively the referee, who is an ogre or has a chainsaw, charges in from the side of the pitch and tries to block you. And that's it. Now you have a referee on the pitch and they are going to try and kill you every turn. That's how it should be. Now that would be funny and stupid. You can foul all you want and then if you're a big tough guy, maybe you can take it. But I like the idea of just having an ogre referee chasing your player for the rest of the drive. I think that the best referee rule they ever had was LRB4, where every time you fouled, you got sent off on a six. However, <coughs> if your team was the one who fouled most recently, you got plus two to that dice roll. So encourage tit for tat. Yeah, that was quite good, actually. Yeah. So was it a six or was it a, was it, did it become a two plus? I think it was a two plus, wasn't it? So, so it, it was it a fifty-fifty of getting sent off every time, and then you got plus two if yours was the last one. Anyway, whatever it was, you're more likely to be sent off if you were the team that fouled last. So, if you've got if you're playing like Wood Elves versus Undead, the first foul is like a gimme, and then so long as the Wood Elves never foul again, the Undead won't keep fouling because they're guaranteed to get sent off. But then, if there's a war dancer on the floor, sometimes it's worth a, the risk. A, a, a zombie's got to do what a zombie's got to do. Yeah, of course. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. But it, it was it was interesting because it made fouling a bit more tactical. Mm-hmm. It was it was a nice addition. Yeah. And what the what we have now is simpler. There's less to keep track of. That's not a bad thing. And that's thing. what is nice about but, the rules we have. And that's the only problem. That's the problem I have with a lot of these new inducements. So if you've got Papa Skullbones and you've got a Slam Priest and you've got Thoron Corrins and the referee and you've got cavorting nurglings and you've got this ball of dark majesty and you've got an away stadium and you've got a crowd and different weather and a, you're hey, like what the fuck is going on I will hear nothing said against my balls of dark majesty <laughs> we'll get onto that in a minute so in terms of other inducements then have we seen all these before there are some I don't recognise no 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 I think that we have seen one two three three of them and there are ten um, one two three four five six nine. seven eight nine so we've seen. So I I think that a lot of these are new. So we've got the Wah drummer. Uh huh. God knows what that does. I assume that's very much Badlands Brawl, but we don't. Other than the fact that it's Badlands Brawl, we know nothing. I'm just going to give orcs uh, extra movement. Got... Call me crazy. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Yeah, I think I think it's likely to be a fan factor thing, probably. Uh, you'd assume, or yeah, or, may, or maybe or maybe maybe like it, recovery from KO, something like that. Yeah. Um, we've got cavorting nurglings, which I think we've seen before, but I can't remember what they do. They cavort. They cavort exactly. Yeah. The dwarven runesmith is interesting. I I like the idea of the dwarven runesmith a lot. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, it, again those those are kind of in the category of the 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 kind of not too bad inducements. Yeah, like the know. hot pot. Fucking hot yeah, pot. Exactly. Yeah, right, and, and the heavy hot pot. And and and. and yeah, and the heady brew and stuff Love where it's hot like hot. they're going to be, you know, maybe 50k at most and probably affect maybe one player sort of thing, which is like mm. great. I have yet to see a hot pot not work on me. It's like weeping daggers. Oh, wonderful. Hot great. Oh, the, one, the wonder weapon that is the hot pot. Used to love using that in fantasy. It was so <laughs> Do you know fun. what? I actually quite like the bottles of heady brew. I know we talk about inducements and stuff before, but this was one that 
when I have seen it on the field, I quite liked it. Because the idea is it, it mm. makes a few of your halflings a bit better. And it was quite interesting to play against it. Yeah. I didn't look at it and go, this is bullshit, crazy, random nonsense. It was a case of, okay, it's going to upgrade a number of players, which it has done. And now those players have been upgraded. There's no more randomness involved in this. It's a case of now these are better players. I quite liked that one, actually. It seemed... Yeah, I, I, would, I would be happy to have more of the same, to yeah. be honest. And things, yeah, things like the... I think, hopefully, it'll all be kind of that kind of uh yeah little boost but not stupidly overpowered stuff basically yeah so as long as there are no more tables to look yeah, up that's very much done looking I'm up hoping. tables tables yeah. are what make it annoying yeah well one of the, one of the things which i have noticed is the giants he oh, he's back the stupidly he's complex giant pages. and they, and they're having to devote four pages to explain how he works, which, <laughs> bearing in mind, we went over them before, and it was four pages. If it's the same four pages and they haven't answered any of the questions we have, it's not. It's just going to be like, I, yeah, yeah, it's like that's not going to help. That's not going to help us. I suspect the first two pages are probably going to be a lovely picture of a foot or something, and a lovely bit of fluff. And it's probably only two pages. It's probably only two pages of rules for a single inducement. Two, 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 pa- two pages of badly written um, rules, yeah. <laughs> oh, have I gone again? Yeah, I that's, don't uh, hold out a huge amount of hope for that, I must admit. No, no. Um, the, have we seen... We've seen a few of the bits about the stadium have been leaked, haven't they? Yeah, one or two bits. I'm not. Um, the thing is, not a massive league player. I'm way more tournament-based than the league generally. Yeah, and and it's, it looks like it's going to be basically the same as last time, where you've got a variety of different stadia. They give you advantages. Um, yes, I think it's going to yeah. be a lot like the balls. I don't think any of the balls are new. I think they're all a bit nonsense. Much like the new weather tables, we've got what eight pages of weather tables. Apparently so, which seems I'm I'm guessing maybe it'll be for the various different pitches perhaps well, see this. so you'll you have like a kind of you know like an ice one or snow one um i mean it, it might be it might be just co- uh, collecting some of the rules they've already done for those so i don't yeah. actually mind the weird weather tables as much as the rest of them because with the, at least with the weird weather ones it's a single thing that doesn't change much that affects both of you some of them are very funky. They <laughs> are, yes, definitely, mm. yeah. But at least it affects not... both people the same way. Yeah, I've I've no idea what the six pages of match events are all about. Is that going to be things like crash gyrocopters and cards? Who, kn- maybe? who knows? Who knows? I I guess it'll be to do with cards, but. Mm. Don't don't really know. I mean, I do like the fact they're bringing out new seven rules. Um, I hope they haven't fucked it up. Seven I hope pages they've just of gone. Them. Yeah, I, I hope they've just gone. Here's the seven rules we used before. Use those. Yeah. So, regarding the sevens, mm-hmm. we've been given a few snippets. So the first one is obviously newer teams. Uh, sorry, yeah. smaller teams. That's fine. Uh, quick games because it's only I think six turns per drive. Uh, yes, I think that's right. Uh, we're looking at a smaller pitch, which annoyingly is the same price as the full size pitch. That kind of bugs me. <laughs> it makes perfectly logical it... sense. What are you on about? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's 
Yeah, slight, um, slight, slightly irritating, yeah. They're describing it as simplified rules, so more accessible for new players. I don't I, know what that means. I hmm. suspect, I suspect they're going to be using the same template as they did for was it the Blitzball stuff they did? Mm, um, which which was yeah, which was dumbed down Blood Bowl, which is a shame because well, you, say, set, yeah, you say that there are two other things which suggest against that. Because you've got players are earning skills much more quickly in sevens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have a whole separate uh section for seven skill ups and progression. Yeah, true. And you also get unique scenarios. Wacky desperate measures inducements represent the dirty tricks and strange situations that make amateur sports so much fun. Oh dear, yes. I wonder if it's going to be the same <laughs> as in you can't have re-rolls and you can't have pro and you can't have other skills like leader and stuff. I think that's very likely. Yeah. I I, the, the thing, the thing is, Sevens is an awful lot of fun. And it's just one of those things where it's like, please, it's don't, please don't ruin sevens for us. <laughs> I really wanted to do a tournament where it was four games. And the idea is you do two games of sevens and then two games of street bowl. And the fluff would be your teams have turned up to this amateur tournament. And then afterwards, they've all decided to carry on the games in the streets where it gets a bit more vicious. That's what I was wondering. Oh, that's, that's, that's kind of a good idea. Yeah, you'd have a two sided. Next up, Olympics, yeah, Alex. Well, next up, Olympics. And then the sevens pitch, you'd flip it over and have a street ball pitch on the other side. That was my That'd idea. be cool. Yeah. Where's street? Where's the street ball rules games workshop? Now I shouldn't be mean. You've only yeah. come out with sevens ones. And, and they're giving us a sevens pitch as well. To be fair, they're not so. giving it to you. <laughs> no, let's, let's get they're this not, straight. They're not giving us. <laughs> they, they are. They are arranging for a a transaction to take place by which we receive a sevens pitch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's nice that it's a cardboardy one again because a lot of the sevens pitches I've seen are all are the, are the rolly ones, and there's nothing wrong with rolly pitches, but I prefer the cardboard ones. I have to. I have to admit. I have. I have ordered it because I do have a vinyl sevens pitch. But it's exactly that. It's because it's a rollout one, and it's nice to have a like a, a proper fold out hardback mm. one. Mm. So they still got the um, what you would call it's on them. The um, trap doors, which is interesting. And they've got the yeah. I like the fact they come with the dugouts. That's actually quite nice. Yeah, not bad. I, I think from a from a design perspective, it it makes sense. They, they look okay so yeah well they look okay they look pretty good to be honest so yeah. yeah yeah not bad not bad at all so death zone seven's pitch anything anything else happening for blood bowl um the other two things so obviously new new dice sets um for nobility and black orcs and new yeah. new card sets for nobility and black orcs as well so cards i've not looked at a blood bowl card in a long time Am I missing out? No. Um, oh. <laughs> not, no, probably not as such. I mean, I don't think we've looked at this in detail, but really, I don't think the answer is yes. Which is a shame. Yeah, I, I, I have to admit, I have picked up all the ones that have come out so far, but they, they are one of those nice to have. Um, the Halfling ones were are slightly ridiculous. Um, yeah. And I do kind of want to use them because they are so ridiculous. But... <laughs> it's a shame because I'd like to. I'd like to actually have a game where we... the thing is, often they they, they can dominate the game quite often, which is, which is a bit of a pig. But then maybe it's like I said before, it's exactly the same actually. If you want a silly fun game, then don't worry about it. If you want a competitive game, then leave them at home. 
Uh, yeah. That's exactly the way to look at it. Yeah, I, th- I think it's one that um, at, at some point before Threadball, Alex, we will have to do a tabletop game or two of Blood Bowl 2020 just yes. to actually get used to the rules. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I'd like to... Um, um, I am I am fully aware that I know nothing about how to play this and I'm supposed to be running a tournament. <laughs> well, yeah. My, yeah. My well, we're, is, we're all in the same boat, to be fair. So, According to Steam, Blood Bowl 3's release date is going to be in August 2021. So I thought that would be... Well, I mean, hmm? they originally said it was going to be three months before that, so I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> well, my, yeah. my thinking was, I, will use, I know this is probably going to shoot myself in the foot, but I like learning games on a computer system which doesn't let me make rules mistakes. So my plan is to... <laughs> you are so optimistic about I know, I'm, I'm thinking this oh, is science. Dear, yeah. maybe, uh, but my, my thinking is I will play on there and go, oh, this is how that works. Oh, that's a bit different. Ah, great. And then once I've done that enough times, I know exactly what's going to happen in every situation. I'll be fairly confident I've learned all the new rules. That's my thinking anyway. I don't want to have a game where I'm sat next to somebody with a rule book going, wait, what's different? This is different. That's different. I don't have to check every transaction, every single thing to see if it's different or not. Whereas this is a way I can do it by myself for an hour, you know? I, I completely get where you're coming from. I honestly do. <laughs> um, it's just, I think it's a bit optimistic. I know. Yeah, I think that's definitely fair, yeah. <laughs> what can I say? I'm an optimistic heart. As you can tell by uh, my, <laughs> my reactions to everything we talk about today. I don't mean to sound so much of a downer, folks at home. Play Blood Bowl. It's a fucking brilliant game. And it's because we love it so oh, much yes, that we are so thing. critical. We're like the coach in the sports drama film. We're pushing. We're like, come on, you can do it. You gear up and give me another push-up, you worm. We're doing it for their own good. And then when we see it sore, we, we stand back with a tear in our eye. Or something. Or something like that. I'm not sure exactly. What were we talking about? Mm. Oh yeah, and Jesus. Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Sevens and Death Zone. Um, that's all for the pre-orders, isn't it? Uh, there's a new Spike magazine as well. Look, are they doing Spike magazines or Death Zone? So they're still doing Spikes, then, are they? They're doing Spikes. Yeah. So we've got a. So Death Zone is a one-off. Spike seems to be continuing. Okay. Yeah. So I, I would expect us to probably still get spikes for any any teams they haven't done or haven't done models for or intend to do mm. i guess okay okay well it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see um to see what's in those i shall be honest i don't think i've actually bought a spike magazine yet i should really buy really? some shouldn't i yeah i actually don't even own one i have the two death zones because i quite like the death zones but i don't have a spike magazine what does that <laughs> say about me they are, yeah, they are they are quite nice. So yeah, cool. All right, well, we shall keep our eyes peeled, and the moment we get our grubby grubby mitts on them, we shall undoubtedly talk about them on the old podcast. Absolutely, yeah. Tremendous. Should we have a short break? Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Back in two shakes of a lamb's tail. <laughs> Okay, hello, hello. Guess what? It's time for friggin' Bloodblusters. Everyone loves Bloodblusters. Woo! Why wouldn't you? Um, we are we are Bloodblustering, and a, a little birdie told me it might even be your go, Matt. Oh, it most certainly is my go. Um, oh. And I'm, I'm mixing things up a bit. 
You're I'm not going to change- go for lots of old retro Blood Bowl? Oh, no. Well, no, I'm going for precisely one Blood Bowl question. And oh. the remaining questions are all to do with Games Workshop history. Oh, Ooh. God. Interesting. Um, I'm going to do shit. Hmm. It's, uh, <laughs> to be fair, it's probably going to be a best guess is going to win on a lot of these. Um, That's acceptable so, yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, what What are your uh, your respective buzzers? Um, well, I have a little wooden frog here. And uh, can you hear this? Are you ready? Wait. Hold on. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear yeah. that, yeah. It's a little wooden frog, and you rub your thing on its back, a little wooden stick, and it makes a little frog sound. It's cool, nice. isn't it? Nice, I like that. Uh, Nads, what's your what's your buzzer going to be? Auga. Classic. classic. Stick, stick with the classics. Stick with Boy. the classics. Um, I will say, as a slight clue, it is a chronological-based quiz. Ooh, so you're going to start with the oldest stuff first. Correct. Oh, stuff. Correct. Oh, well, it'll be up to you to guess. So, <laughs> question one. When was Games Workshop founded? Uh, Alex, what's your guess? 1976. Naz, what's your guess? 1977. Bastard. Well done, Alex. It's 1975. <gasps> Oh, I was pretty close though, wasn't I? That's pretty, pretty good to be honest. Yeah, pretty close. Question two, uh, multiple choice. Which of these games was released first? Was it Hero Quest, Blood Bowl First Edition, or Space Hulk? Auga. Gone, Naz. Hero Quest. Alex, what's your answer? Um, I'm going to go ahead and guess Space Hulk. You're both wrong. Those were both released in 1989, as opposed to Blood Bowl First Edition, which was 1986. See, if you wow. said Space Crusade, I'd have gone that. Yeah, uh, Space Crusade. <laughs> what? Uh, I think Space Crusade maybe 87. Hmm, not sure. Um, anyway, mm. the next question. When was Man of War released? Alex? 1990. Naz, what's your guess? 1991. Uh, I've got to give it to Naz. It's 93. No. That's the pirate ship one, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the the... the the maritime combat one yeah, yeah. um it. when was necromunda released right oh, Auga. Because... Nah, let's go for it 1990 uh, um <laughs> 1990 <laughs> <what>? <laughs> Five. 1995 is that your final answer it is you are 100% nailed on 1995 it is yeah. Mm. Uh, How are the scores uh, so far? Have I got? Is, have I got a Na- point? Yeah, Naz is only two one up at the moment. So. Oh, that's alright then. Um, so next question: When was Warhammer Quest released? Alex. Nineteen ninety eight. Aruga. Naz. Ninety four. I'm going to give it to Naz. It was also nineteen ninety five. Wasn't sure if it was going to be the same or not. Yeah, it was in the end. Uh, when was Gorkamorka released? 
Oh, man. Go on, Alex. 97, go on, why not? Spot on. Well done. 1997 it was. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I should know, I know lots about it. I should be playing Walker Walker. Is that the one about uh, a human who basically is an orc? But no, it's 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 the one about it's basically orc necromunda with vehicles. That's a lot more fun. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm right. happy. To, I'm happy to play Gorkmorka at any point because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> Excellent. It's basically necromunda but with vehicles. Necromunda but with so. vehicles and where you can send your you can send your injured people to the dock and he might give you a squig for bane. It's fifty. <laughs> yeah, I've um, it's, I've never played necromunda. Okay. Uh, I, w- I s- well, one of the things I said is next year I will educate you and we'll do lots of classic gaming and review them on the podcast. So, Good idea. I like that I idea. I can't wait to do. Ne- I just want. Ne- I want to do Necromunda stuff. So Matt, yeah. do you own all of the games you've mentioned so far today? Um, Man of War, Hero Quest. N- uh, no, I don't own Hero Quest. I don't own Man of War, although I have. I got rid of all my stuff because it was very, very valuable. Uh, I do, ha- I do <laughs> yeah. have Quest. I do have Necromunda Gangs. Uh, I do have the re-release of Space Hulk. Uh, okay. I do, okay. I do, and I have, I have Gorka Morka models and all the books and things. So, which Marvelous. leads me on to the next question: What year was Battlefleet Gothic released? Auga. Go on, Naz. Nineteen ninety nine. Spot on. Nailed it. Party like it. Like it. Um, and the next one, when was Warmaster released? Aruga. Uh, Alex was in there first. 2000? I'm just going to keep guessing one year up. Yep, it is 2000. Oh, well yes. Uh, the answer to my next question is going to be 2001. Right, you're wrong. So the next question is Fuck. when did Age of Sigma launch? <laughs> oh, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2001. <laughs> Matt, what's your guess? Uh... Sigma. That's about 2010. Wasn't that old, surely? Isn't it more recent than that? Alex, 2000... do, you to, do, you, do you want to have a second guess there? Oh, come oh, on, that's not yes, fair. Yes, please. I think it's like, it's got to be it's like 2016, isn't it? I'm giving it to Alex because it's 2015. Ah, uh, yeah, see, I thought it was recent-ish. Uh, God, I'm that's six years ago. Fuck. I'm also oh. giving it to Alex because that ties the scores at four so to make it interesting with three questions left it's all to play for and forever to play it in absolutely so when did the most recent version of Adeptus Titanicus launch Aruga Naz 2019 Alex um oh uh 2020 I'm gonna leave it to Naz it's 2018 Oh, so he takes he takes a narrow lead going into the last two questions. Right, roll. So the penultimate question: When was Forty K Ninth Edition launched? Alex, twenty twenty. That is correct. You have tied e. with one question left, so it's it's a tiebreaker. Yeah. And to warn you, this does not fit into the uh, the sequence purposely. Just in I was case, say, tie- that's just good. in case <laughs> tiebreaker was needed. Because otherwise, I'm just going to go twenty twenty one. When was Warhammer Quest Curse City released? No, it's not that. Okay, <laughs> when was Games Workshop first floated on the London Stock Exchange? Haruga. Oh, God. Gone, Naz. Two thousand nine. Alex, what's your answer? 
Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. 2008? I mean, you're both miles out, to be honest. Um, Who's more miles out? I mean, Naz is more miles out, so I've kind oh, of yes. got to give it to Alex. But the answer oh. is 1994. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, so, I mean, you are full 14 years out, but you are technically closer. Earned I'm, and deserved. I may have talked about this before, but are you aware of just how big Games Workshop is? Oh yeah. Um, like we, yes, we, we talked about this before. It was it's bigger than you know how these arguments are happening about the Brexit fishing waters with the EU yeah. and the shared yes. waters. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Games Workshop is more valuable to the economy than all of those arguments put together. All the yes, things they are discussing yeah. is worth less collectively than Games Workshop. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's it's crazy. So, um, so that means Alex wins six to five. Well done, Alex. Thank you very much. Um, I guessed a lot of the answers, and I've learned nothing because I've forgotten <laughs> all the answers already. Inspired, inspired <laughs> guesses. And like I like I say, we will at some point, possibly next year, I'll do a. We'll have like a monthly thing of we'll play some classic Games Workshop games, and you, as a fresh newbie, Alex, can review. What the fuck you thought of Gorkamorka and Warmaster and stuff? So see if you can find the really weird ones. I bet you there are some weird ass games from oh, like the eighties and nineties. Um, I haven't got like I haven't got like the weird eighties ones like Chainsaw Warrior and uh, <laughs> what's the what's the troll one? There's a troll one. There was a troll one in the eighties. Um, uh, you're asking the wrong person. I troll I'm... game workshop. Come on, Google, don't fail me now. Um, it's just advertising trolls <laughs> for me. As in, like, model trolls. Oh, Seems reasonable. Uh, I guess time, time uh, will yeah. tell. I found, I, found the, I found the adverts. The adverts were... So it was Trolls in the Pantry, uh, Hungry, troll <laughs> and, Hungry Troll and the Gobbos, uh, Oi, <laughs> Oi, That's My Leg, and squelch. Uh, I, um, I do not have. I do not have any of those four games. Oh, you know what? I know that poster because when we were doing the um, the the album, you know, the Blood Bowl album, we did. We did a oh, Christmas yeah, yeah. one, and we did the twelve days. No, we did the um, yeah twelve days of uh, Blitzmas, mm. and um, on that 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 picture that came with a CD or a tape. Sorry, I should say. And on that tape was they did the twelve days of Trollsmas or something. Oh yes, and, uh, it does say that. Yeah, yeah. And we were thinking, I wonder if Games Workshop ever did a sort of, you know, music thing, and they have. Oh, back oh, in the eighties, they were well I'm into it. At, yeah. I'm clicking on that picture. It's showing me all these pictures of like eighties Warhammer, and as much as old Hammer looks kind of goofy, it also kind of looks fucking cool as well. There's, there's a old certain Hammer is aesthetic so goofy which and is awesome. kind of good. Yeah, definitely. I'm looking at more the space kind of. one bright red Terminators just gunning down Tyranids in a Space Hulk and yep. they just look brilliant they look like acorns but they're brilliant it's yeah, just, it's just cool yeah. isn't it you just go you know what who cares just fucking make it just looks wicked yeah oh, yeah definitely so, cool. so anyway that's freaking Blood Blusters that's um, the Blood Blusters done so usually we end the episode and I'm going to guess we're going to have some bit uh, that we've already done so we should still end it that makes logical sense doesn't it so let's say let's let's bring it to an end. Um, well, thanks for listening, folks. We've talked about sevens. We've talked about death zone, blood plus 